Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, the best podcast to break down hard-hitting police dialogue such as, tell me, did you get your license out of a Cracker Jack box? Here to provide analysis for that line, and so much more, is my friend Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? Uh, you know, I don't need to join Aunt May in the hospital, but I got to tell you, I'm a little under the weather, and we're going to hear a lot about Cracker Jack boxes today, aren't unfortunately for me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I... I like Cracker Jacks. When I was a kid, they used to sell them at the same time you could buy like ice cream from the ice cream man. Yeah. You could sell, you could buy Cracker Jack boxes then too, and they had those little tattoos and other good things in it. But we're we're talking about my childhood of 1970s, so we might as well talk about books from the 1970s. Yes, <laughs> let's let's talk about Peter Parker's upbringing, James B. From June of 1978, The Amazing Spider-Man 181, Flashback, written by Bill Mantlo, drawn by Sal Buscema and Mike Esposito. Hold on for that, Kennedy. Eddie, I don't know why these guys are getting all this credit. I mean, this is a, St- a Stan Lee and Steve Ditko book, isn't it? They Yeah, they drew uh, nine panels, and then uh, we just get a backstory of... Everything that's happened to Spider-Man up to this point, really. It's very thorough, and and that's what it is. <laughs> it, yeah, it's so he swings into the graveyard to see uh, Ben Parker's, you know, grave. Like you said, there's a complete storyline. It's, it's a big part of the first story. A lot of it's dedicated to the first book. And then it just whips ahead and shows every romance villain he's ever faced i mean mm-hmm. it covers some of the you know willow the wisp makes the cut i don't know why. <laughs> they say i don't know why even but they put him <laughs> in there <laughs> uh, but in the end there was a page at the very end like you said it's nine pounds so the last page you know somebody sees him and i'm like oh my god somebody must have saw him at the ben parker grave and and now they're going to realize he, he's i'm really nervous about this but that's not what the big conclusion is is it eddie that is not the guy that sees him there finds a microscope and is like, Hey, my kid could use one of these finders keepers. I guess it pays to work the graveyard shift. Yeah. And what Eddie didn't mention listeners is that Peter put the microscope there uh, on Ben Parker's grave yes. because it's, it's the one that he gets in the flashback when, Correct. You know, when he gets his thing. So yeah, that's, that's basically it. I would have been disappointed to uh, have that book too. I don't know what they're going to do when the letters page comes up about that one. But let's move on to something more interesting, and that would be from July of 1978, The Amazing Spider-Man 182, The Rocket Racers Back in Town, art by Ross Andrew, embellished by Mike Esposito, and a special note that this is written by Marv Wolfman. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there and say it's too bad that Marv Wolfman is noted to have written this, because you're in for a ride through the loony house of writing on this one, listeners. Spidey is chasing the rocket racer. The jazzily dressed rocket racer is completing a robbery assignment and confounding Spidey as he disappears into the subway. Unable to swing well, Spidey takes the subway home. Uh, His standing with the average subway rider is not so good. They, like, run out of the car. Yeah, I don't recall when I was a child reading these that the public was so much against him. Eddie, are they running away because they're afraid? Or are they running away because... They don't like it. It's what do you think? Dangerous. I, I guess Jay Jonah's really doing a good job with his newspaper because it appears to me that they are afraid uh, and run away from Spider-Man. Unnecessary. He's the hero. Come on, public. Uh, back to the rocket racer. He hands over the stolen briefcase to Jackson Wheel, his employer. 
But Wheel discovers that Rocket Racer is retaining the critical documents he needs to clear his name. Uh, Rocket intends to extort Wheel for more money before he hands them over. Uh, meanwhile, Aunt May is in the hospital, and everyone is telling Peter what a bad nephew he is for not visiting his aunt enough. Yeah. I actually think it's true that he's a bad nephew for this. Uh, when you multitask, you are worse at everything. That's a fact. Uh, he is not a good nephew. He never has been since the whole Spider-Man thing went down. Uh, do you want to take the opposition? I, here, or I, I disagree. I think he's been a fantastic nephew. He's extremely successful, having overcome many hardships. Uh, and I mean, if Peter Parker wasn't there, Aunt May would be... Where would her income come from? Is she selling tea, <laughs> tea cozies? I don't know. He is very smart. He could have a regular job making lots of money and not racing off all the time to fight villains and ignoring his aunt. No, he is a bad nephew. He's he's a bad nephew. Well, he's, I, ter- if, he's never there for her ever. But if Aunt May knew the good work that he was doing as Spider-Man on a regular basis... And wasn't scared of Spider-Man because of J. Jonah or whoever else was convincing her Spider-Man was a bad person. She would be, she would be bursting with pride to know that her nephew has what saved countless numbers of innocent people and stopped villains that were essentially going to destroy the world. I, I, I think he's a great nephew. Sorry, James B. Right. Just no, right. no well, way around it. We'll end with your, you know, misinformation, and you can continue. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their own terrible opinion. Well, a uh, twitch of Spidey's spider sense occurs at the hospital, but Peter plays it off as nerves instead as the illustrator clearly depicts Rocket Racer incognito standing in the waiting room. Leaving the hospital, Peter heads over to the Bugle, where an enamored J. Jonah gives Peter a raise. Uh, J. Jonah is, of course, headed to see Marla. Uh, Jonah likes Gloria Grant here so much he's accidentally referring to her as Betty Brandt. Okay, you're wrong again. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not what's going on here. He's not. He doesn't like Gloria Grant that much. It's because of Marla. He just can't get his his head on straight because he's so in love. Are we just going to disagree all day long here? This is a Freudian slip because the only secretary he's ever liked is Betty Brandt. And Gloria's doing such a great job. He he's subliminally mistaking Gloria for Betty. So no, he's just off his. He's just confused because he's just screwing up everything. It's like he's the kind of guy who's going to cut his tie with his scissors and pour salt into his coffee. He's just all. <laughs> he's going to give Peter a raise. He's completely making mistakes. It's not because he wow. he thinks Peter is somebody else who is a great uh, photographer. <laughs> he's just doing everything wrong today. That's an example of mistakes. Who knew? I feel more. Con- I, I feel confident that I'm right on this one. So. <laughs> All right, I, I'll give you a little bit there, I guess. But who knew Jay Jonah's heart was so wooable? Um, before I move on, uh, this story. First half of this book, I was like, okay, okay, some good stuff. And now the second half of the book, James B, we're in for quite a ride. Uh, Jackson Wheel is the opposite of in love because he's considering throwing himself into the Hudson River when Rocket Racer shows up and stops him. Uh, Rocket. Re- references how the tinkerer tweaked his gear as he skates off and wheel gets an idea there is a silly extended chase after rocket racer where a woman police officer officer who is just trying to do her job is sexually harassed by her partner at least three times (laughs) it's terrible uh spidey catches up to rocket racer webs onto his back 
creates a single web water ski in the air and holds on to the webbing attached to Rocket Racer as he water skis along the Hudson. Okay, before we get there's there's a lot to break down here. Okay, we we need to back up because this is going to get layers of problems. All right, so Jackson Wheel is being blackmailed by Rocket Racer. Correct. And he decides he's going to kill himself. Rocket Racer says, like, you can't kill yourself because I'm blackmailing you. Right. Do you understand that? Yeah. He's like, every. I, I think he's indicating, like, every time you try to do this, I'm just going to save you to keep you alive. I don't know. <laughs> right. Which is a whole, I mean, you know, he says, I'm the big wheel now. Think I got the power and I want your money, dig. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So, and then you talk about the fact that um, uh, Frank wants to date uh helen the, the two cops right the two cops these are partners on the police force yes all right so where does he cross the line with her by the way because he's just uh, he's he's constantly pestering give me a her. line give me a okay. line besides the fact he wants to date her okay okay come on helen we're both single nothing in the rules prevents us from dating <laughs> Uh, that's that's not every a, that's not harassment. <laughs> everything in the rule. If you're going to be partners with someone, I, there's just no way this would. Let's go. Find me an actual line that says. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll get you the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. All right. There's no uptown entrance here. Either we take the downtown. This is Frank, or we miss out on everything. And Helen replies, "Oh yes, one thing, Frank." And he goes, "Uh, yeah. Take your hand off my knee." <laughs> there you go. There's a line you need to. <laughs> so. This sequence ends up with them trying to capture Rocket Racer, but instead they crash their car off of a bridge. But instead of crashing to their death, they it crashes into a bulletin board, which saves their life. Agree? Yes, correct. The bulletin board stops the car midair. Right. Somehow. And then Helen's the driver. And Frank says to her, did you get your license out of a Cracker Jack box? Prior to that, she had done some pretty spectacular driving and almost got Rocket Racer. He only front flipped over them, but yes. I like the fact that she's a driver, though. It's true. Yeah, they do have a lady police officer. Right? True, also. All right, and then we have this sequence here where Spider-Man whips up, uh, well, you know, this, this sequence here is kind of hard to believe. The worst part of the sequence for me where Spidey is chasing Rocket Racer is he's Spidey's webbed onto the back of Rocket Racer, skiing in the water, and Rocket, Rocket Racer thinks, ah, oh, he's got his webbing stuck to me. I can't spare the time to rip it off. I, what what can you spare the time for, Rocket? Yeah, that was dumb. Well, Spidey loses Rocket Racer and swings over to MJ's house. There, he gives her a Cracker Jack box. Inside is a wedding ring, and he proposes to her. End of book. MJ's response is, gulp? What? Yeah, that was my response as well. I was I was actually like I was actually just shocked that this was happening. Is this product placement? Why is Cracker Jacks in here in the most like pivotal two characters in Spider-Man? I it's worse than the time Lizard the Lizard let Spider-Man off the hook when he was like no, it's terrible. No, that's, you're, you're, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. I can't not, the, uh, this is not bad. Actually, you're fine with this? Yeah, I had no problems with this at all. I had no problems Whoa. at all. I am stunned. You wrote down here, you have like um, three problems with this proposal. What are they? Okay, okay. first of all, it's in a Cracker Jacks box, which 
it could be okay, except that this is the second time Cracker Jacks has been said in this book, leading me to believe that Cracker Jacks has a page for advertising in Spider-Man comic books. It just feels very shallow to have an advertisement when, like, the biggest thing in Peter Parker's love life that has happened thus far, you know, with the exception of perhaps Gwen Stacy's death, is occurring. That that bothers me massively. The second part is, is like, there was no buildup to this whatsoever. We didn't see him go shopping for a ring. He didn't talk about it hardly at all, at all. And and then the third one is the way that he does this. I mean, could, would is Peter Parker so foolish to think that this is how he should propose to MJ? There's one billion other ways he could do this amazingly with either his brilliant brain or using his spider powers to create a situation which is just really epic than to knock on her door and give her a Cracker Jacks box with a wedding ring in it. It's terrible. All three of those things, so upsetting. Those are pretty good arguments. I, You may have swayed me a little bit. <laughs> it does bother me there was no buildup. I agree there. Zero. We're just like slapped by. It's, I don't have a problem with him, Mister. He's super poor that he pulls us out of the Cracker Jack box. I don't have a problem with that as much as you do. But that was, uh, yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> Thank speak, you, James B. <laughs> you did a nice job. Speaking of product placement, I know we usually do our sponsor at the end. Oh, but, you've got, but I've been inspired to do the sponsor now. If that's okay. okay, all right, let's hear it. Eddie, do you remember years ago when you would send someone a Hallmark card to say happy birthday? Uh, yes. Yeah, that still happens sometimes, I think. Okay. Do you remember, like, in, like, the recent years, people would send, like, an Evite if you had to go uh, to a party uh, for some reason? Very recently, yes. That has occurred okay. in my household. Well, Eddie, there is now one really good way to share big news. That's right. It's Cracker Jack announcements. Eddie... The 2022 packages, unlike the ones we saw here in this comic, they come in three varieties. You get a three-pack of boxes. Each one-ounce box of caramel-coated popcorn has a fun message inside and a sticker. Eddie, these reasonably priced packages, it's $20 plus shipping. You get three boxes, Eddie, and this is really good news for us. Guess what I got delivered to us this week here in my house? Did you did you get a Cracker Jacks box? They sent us three of them, and I've opened the three boxes, but I have not read the greetings yet. So here you go. Okay. Oh, we're gonna Pictures. get the opening, the readings. Oh, live. Yeah, I have the paper. I have okay. the yeah, I have the papers. I haven't read them live. Yet. Like, there's a stick. There's a little sticker inside each one too, but oh, I didn't okay. even open that either. Okay. So here's an example of some great greetings you could get with this Cracker Jack box. This one says, "Sorry, you got stabbed." All right, so maybe it's not, you might want to pick this for a certain situation, but I mean, sometimes at home, um, you know, your daughter, your wife might be cutting something uh, towards them, you know, cutting some fruit or something. And you're like, oh, here's a Cracker Jack box. All right, let me get get another one. Okay. Uh, Worst dad ever. So, you know, sometimes your kids might be having a rough day and, you're kind of getting down on them and they want to send you a message and you're like, you know, you find a little sticker in a Cracker Jack box is kind of a nice way of saying, you know, so, all right, again, maybe this is situational, but wow, you know, I mean, a three pack for 20 bucks. Let me check the last one out real quick. Something a little more positive. Worst stand ever. Oh, a positive one. It's a happy Thank one. Thank goodness. 
This is happy that. pandemic. <laughs> so just kind of saying like, hey, thanks for spending quality time with me doing puzzles and staying inside, Dad. Sorry I give you the worst dad ever one, but, you know, it goes hand in hand. Uh, three pack of boxes, listeners, $20 plus. Uh, it was like three fifty shipping, but again, we got it for free, Eddie. That you can also skip nice. the shipping and pick them up at Dollar Tree, Wawa, or Nordstrom today. So there you oh, go. Oh, we get a Wawa, huh? Yep. Well, yeah, I guess so. You know, if you're looking to be sadder than you currently are. <laughs> we can't all just have a engagement ring uh, inside there. Cracker Jacks has been... Uh, been on the rebound they're you know they're making making their move so apparently uh you know i'm glad that they're picked us up as a as a sponsor we look forward to more great uh cracker jack uh, boxes coming along all right it'd be great so wonderful james me. all right well let's see how the uh let's see how the final book because we get a three pack yes. of cracker jacks and i got a three pack of books here so eddie why don't you tell me what's going on with the uh intro for the third book from august of 1978 stanley presents the amazing spider-man number 183 and where the big wheel stops nobody knows by wolfman andrew and mcloyd okay marvel team-up sponsor the tinkerer does more than create action figure sets he creates specialized contraptions for supervillains a great gig that someone should have thought of long ago now mr wheel from the last issue, is hiring the Tinker to create something to battle Rocket Racer. The Tinkerer opens a coffin-sized box and asks his assistant, Toy, to help him. Um, I remember this guy, but I didn't realize that Toy was actually a robot? Yeah, that that explains his super strength as he lifted up the um, buggy that Spider-Man, Spider-Man's buggy when he was fixing it. Uh, it's nice to see Toy again. Maybe maybe he's just a super strong guy that likes to sleep standing up in a coffin. <laughs> uh, it's possible. We've, we, there's a chance, as we would say. <laughs> but uh, Peter's thoughts turn from his engagement to MJ to the other lady in his life, Aunt May. After Dr. Tompkins scolds Peter for arriving with only five minutes to go in visiting time, he doesn't enter Aunt May's room as Peter... But instead, one panel later, enters as Spider-Man. What? This is so dumb, James B. I We need to talk about it. All right, Eddie, I think it's time for So You're Saying There's a Chance. All right. Peter arrives with five minutes to go. Yes, correct. In a non-shown panel... Yes. He dives into a nearby closet unseen. Yeah, nobody nobody would notice that. No, he's about to knock on the door. All right. All right. He goes, he says, excuse me, I need to use the restroom. Goes down the hall, finds a nearby closet, and dives into it. How much time? Man. Spider-Man, by the way, not just like me. Uh, he you know can't saying? be Spider-Man when he's walking down the hallways of a hospital. Fine. With he walks around. down the hall it's... and then... Dives into James B, this has got to be five minutes at the smallest number, I think. I'm going to say he, you know, Eddie, there, he, you know, little, a lot of things going on in the hospital. People don't have time to deal with Peter Parker. He's got to change and get back. <laughs> his clothes are on top of his uniform, so he just has to really just rip them right off. Okay. It's 30 seconds for changing. I think he can get into his into a secret room in less than... Three minutes. And back. Okay. <laughs> 30 seconds to get back. He's got a whole minute. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Is it possible that there's a chance? Wow. I, I'll give it to you this time, James. But yes. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks for thanks for helping me out with So You're Saying There's a Chance. 
Well, after he changes into Spidey in however many minutes we decided, he enters the room and Rocket Racer is there in his, like, civilian clothes. Yes. Uh, we get the idea that Rocket Racer is stealing to pay for medical bills from his mom. Oh, what a surprise. What a, another not real villain, right? Uh, he changes costumes uh, as well, and they start fighting. Um, Aunt May, of course, goes immediately into heart attack mode. Thank goodness, because she's been threatening for years that there's... Peter's always like, oh, if there's a fight, Aunt May's going to have a heart attack. Like, it never happens. It's good to see that Prove it. it happens. Yeah, and she's in a hospital, so good place for it. Uh, eventually, Spider-Man kicks Rocket Racer out the window, and the six-page fight ends outside. The fight, by the way, I say ends for Spider-Man, but it continues for Rocket Racer, because right around then, Rocket Racer faces the very forced name... Big wheel. Yeah, and this this fight is just crazy. There's there's Volkswagen Beetles, there's tiny missiles, there's a, a Ferris wheel sized big wheel crushing and climbing char cars. Spidey manages to web up Rocket Racer and then he tricks Big Wheel into falling into the Hudson River. Where I guess Jackson Wheel dies, maybe? Are we Well let me tell you, Spider-Man saves Rocket Racer from Big Wheel. And that's Big Wheel. He spells himself as W-H-E-E-L, but his name is W-E-L-L. Yes, yeah. And it does sink into the ocean. That's all you get. Yep. Aunt May goes right to the ICU because Peter thought it was a great idea to walk in the room as Spider-Man. Okay, now he's a bad nephew. He's a terrible nephew. All right, we're in agreement. MJ, by the way, after all this, she's too much of a free spirit. And she's like, yeah, here's your engagement ring. She keeps the Cracker Jacks, by the way. And Peter finds an unseen surprise guest sitting in his apartment. Uh, and says, the person says, Peter Parker, I've been waiting for you. So, again, Big Wheel dies. Aunt May goes through a heart attack. Whoa. Peter gets unengaged. And there's somebody sitting in his room. Eddie, uh, who is sitting in his room? If you read ahead, I have. Not. I have read ahead. I, I, oh, so you know, I know already? Because I was. Right, I don't want to. I was too much of a mystery. I uh, I will tell you. I I really thought I did not know. Think it was not who I thought it was. That is for certain. So. All right. So I I guess I'm the only can throw a couple of guesses out there. Yeah, and hope you don't read. Let's see. Someone's like Peter Parker. I've been waiting for you. So I, I got Miss Muggins let them in, and I was like, "Well, it must be." Uh, she, we know how evil, what an adversary she is. So, could be um, Frances Delone from Canada. <laughs> uh, she came down to 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 get her date with Peter. Well, Phil, finish that date off. Issue two hundred is gonna be the burglar. So it could be someone saying like, "I want to let you know the burglar's been released." He's going to be out on his out there. It could be something like that. Okay. Um, and uh, who else could be looking for Peter Parker? Mm, I think that's all I can come up with on the on the fly here. So, <laughs> Eddie, if people want to tell us who they thought is waiting for them and they haven't read 184 yet, uh, how could they uh, reach us? You can email us anytime at letsreadspiderman at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter at letsreadspidey. Okay. Well. I'm James B., joined by Eddie. And remember, listeners, whether you want to uh, propose to someone, exhort some money, or get a license to drive a rocket, a car, or water ski, you can find the solution in a Cracker Jack spot. Goodbye. Goodbye.
times in one issue. There's just no way. They, they were, this is like the first real product placement we've seen in a comic, I think. Hopefully no more to come. Good Lord. <laughs> Cheapens the proposal in such a massive way. I really didn't bother me. Just really? Like the, oh. I mean, they do it. They do the ring in the... In the movies, you know, with the Tobey Maguire movie, he puts the ring inside of the, like, the wine glass, right? That's true, I guess. Is that, but... the, sec- is that the second movie he's proposing to her? You know, it's like, just do- he could have put it in a Cracker Jack box, I suppose. I was surprised that she, like, I was surprised that it happened, but I was more surprised that, like, she just said, like, nah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was, that was stunning. I, I, she was... I mean, I guess they're over. Is are Peter and MJ over now? Like, that's well, it. I haven't read ahead, but <laughs> remember she was wearing the gown the other day. She was all excited yes. about Liz Allen's yes. wedding. I mean, we went from Liz Allen about to be engaged to Harry I... to, like, Peter being engaged to her for like a day to like just, nobody's together. Wait, no, Liz is back with Harry. Right? Just absolute the worst writing. It's just terrible writing. I hate it. I mean, it took MJ thirty three issues to show up, and then it took it took half an issue for her to get engaged and be like, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. All sorts of awesome things could have played out from this, and they're like, eh, 